Me. <laughs> oh, he kept, shit. So who swiped right? I had I had Brad Pitt's body on. <laughs> so, was so was it, it your face on Brad Pitt's body? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man, I can work Photoshop. He <laughs> was listed as a girl, and then after we met, he was a guy. <laughs> so you're like you're like Josh. Well, that's, that's a fucking exotic name. <laughs> What's the D for? <laughs> That would be the most awkwardest first meeting <laughs> in the world. No, but there was a guy who used to do shit, Negan. Negan, whatever his name was. Negan, Negan, Negan. There was a catfish show. Oh, oh yeah, 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 catfish on TV. Yeah. That's still on TV. Used to do the weirdest shit. Oh Yo, know, these God. people were so in love. It doesn't make sense. How's that show still on the t- on the TV? Because it, ha- people, it happens not stop. But how are people still getting catfish when there's a TV show about <laughs> well, it? Because 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 social media grows more and more and more so it's easier to happen it's insane because it's like now all people look to social media to date so it's like it's easier now than it was before but it's like if you watch the catfish show the first thing he does is he takes their picture and reverse image searches it and they don't but a lot of people don't know how to do that well they need to watch catfish because he does a step by step thing people still watch it but they still don't and another people just fall wasn't there a Bridgeport one oh there was a new hate a dude it was a dude. No, it was a dude from yeah, New Haven. No, 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 no. Really? I'm pretty sure it was like no, a, a gay dude. From there, no, see, you're talking about um, true. No, no, no. It wasn't catfish. I don't know. It was like a true life or something. True life of that the dude. That was one of the rarest shows yeah, well, on MTV. He, he was going back and forth from like New York and true life though. It, it was a kid from Connecticut who was like secretly gay, and he was hiding it. That's too much to hide. Yes. I feel like that's um, so much work to do. What is it? There was a was that the really fat guy that was like super dark? Mm. He was like Puerto Rican or something. Like um, they called him up on the phone. They're like, okay, we gotta meet, and he sounded just like a woman. I did see that one. That one messed me up. Yeah, and like he played off completely. Everything was perfect, and then when they finally brought the guy over, and then like you see him come out, and then he ended up getting catfished. Yeah, he, he went was like a double catfish. Yeah, it was a double catfish on the one guy. That was crazy. I think that's a really cool way to start the podcast with the masterminds behind Kids Candy. Uh-huh. Let's just talk about how they met and how he catfished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad we finally got around to doing the part two. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess that... I missed the first one. I was there. You were, you there, were there. there. You were there in spirit. Yeah. Well, like, I think Technically, he, he was physically there. He just was there. Men, he was there physically. Mentally, he was... Invested in other <laughs> things. endeavors, but watching porn. That's, I think that's what it was. <laughs> and that I remember the you had thing. like a blanket over you, so we would see you. <laughs> but so, how did you guys meet? Like for real? Design work. So he did. He find Are you your design. No, yeah, no, we're on. Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Oh, that Why Tinder you... thing, the whole catfish thing. Oh, 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 we're live, bro. Okay, um, what is it? His um, he works at a restaurant in Fairfield called Chef's Table. Go eat there, it's delicious. Oh, it's amazing. Look at that. Uh, yo, speaking of which, was it last week I saw you there? Yeah, yeah. you come there all yeah. the time. He's before a... I met you yeah. with them, I knew you before that. Yeah, yeah. you would walk story. in, he's like, ah, curry chicken. Like um, 
well, um, the, um, he's a, he manages the restaurant, and the owner's son, I'm friends with him beforehand, and I used to do a lot of automotive illustration back then, so he asked me to draw a motorcycle. And then from what I understand, you saw that picture, but you never hit me up afterwards, but then you needed somebody a few years later to do some work for you on Kids Candy. Yeah. And that, that's when Dave connected us together. Yeah. You know? That's from... That's from what I understand. Yeah, I had needed some work and um he had to this bike from my boy Dave and I think I remember seeing like the progress of that bike. Oh god that bike. And I was just Yeah, like, I remember how frustrated you were on social media about <laughs> it. You're like this fucking bike. There's so much detail I put into that bike. But, nice, but look where it got you. Oh yeah. Well yeah, so I looked at the bike and I was like, Where is this dude? It was just randomly, it was a long time after and we just got into talking about the bike. And then I was like, pull up his page. And then I actually, like, really looked into his page. I was like, oh, my God, like, this kid's in Bridgeport? Like, is this real? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, I need to get in contact with him. So I instantly started blowing him up on every fucking thing. Because I'm the type of person, like, I don't like waiting. No. So I just, boom. I was like, I'm <laughs> like, I need it right now. <laughs> right now. That's all I was I needed right now. So I hit him up. I got in touch with him. I was like, I need to meet with you as soon as possible. And what, yeah, like, when he sure. hit you up, were you like, what the? I was like, well, sure. Like, at that point, I was getting people coming in. Like, you know, it's just, okay, it's just another client. Let's get this work done. Got the work done. Got What was it? Got the work done. It like, was what was on, the first thing you guys collabed on? Um, it was uh, popsicles. Popsicles and ice cream cones. It was a popsicle? Uh, well, a hard ice cream. Hard, hard ice cream ice cream different cold. soft serve soft serve and there's like frozen yogurt and stuff don't get so it mixed up damn I didn't know there was, was one of them a cupcake too right one, one, one of them was a cupcake. cupcake one of them was a sugar cone and one was a popsicle yep and he pretty much was like he came in we met at Starbucks paid me half up front which normally people don't, don't do. do that huh. not around here anyway so when that happened you're like oh okay, okay. No, I'm like okay so this serious gotta be serious I'm doing a good job <laughs> Let me do a good job. <laughs> so, okay, so you, right. don't give me, you don't give me the money up front. You're getting some you bullshit get some, right now. Yeah, you get some shit. Then maybe over. you give me the money, I touch it up a little bit. <laughs> the no. rest is actually a blur. Well, yeah, I mean, for me, it seems like it was just like you guys met, no, clicked, actually, and then just full speed ahead. Yeah. I have a pretty good memory, but I really don't know Cause like, after, what happened after that. Like, I don't know how. After that, you, I think later on, you told me to come through to your apartment you were showing me all your stuff like your printing machines all the clothes all the vintage kids jeans and stuff like that yeah. oh so you were doing this stuff before you guys linked up yes yeah was. so were you doing it by yourself or did you have another artist yeah i was doing it by myself is it easier now that you have someone helping you definitely how long were you doing fun. it beforehand for a while but then it was like off and on was it still like building towards kids candy or was it something different i was always kids candy and when did that start? Kiss Candy started in like 2016. And what, like, what made you like do it? Was it your kids? In fact, damn, I think it was possibly longer, but maybe, yeah, my kids actually. So were you, were you like sick of going to the store and seeing the same crap for your kids? And you're like, well, you yeah, because when you really, really think about it, like me having daughters, the only place that actually existed was like Justice Limited Two. Yeah, and, like, and those are like really Carter's, just, just and it's just uh, what's really. What's the word to describe it? Right? <laughs> Have any? 
No, it's not feminine. <laughs> Cause I mean, like I've seen it's this commercial. stuff, and like the stuff you guys have is feminine. Like you can tell, like the girl stuff for girls, but it's just like, oh, there's like glitter and stuff on it, and like fuzzy stuff, which is weird. Feminine. feminine. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Like you can't. You go Girly. In, you you can't find anything for boys. Gaudy. Gaudy. That's the word I'm looking for. Because like, you go in, you get the t-shirt, and it has like cotton balls on it and stuff. It's like a yeah. like tutus on the cat. It's like weird. Oh, and a strong. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? It's just really weird stuff. I get that. Funky. So you were just like, "That's it. I'm just gonna make my own Sick stuff." Sick of shit. Yeah, and I was just like, nothing's really cool. And it's just like when you really think about it, like everybody has kids. There's not many options. No, there's like, really not. Like, there's, like I said, there's Old Navy, there's Carter's. There's not many options that are affordable, because, like, I was looking at this stuff, and your stuff is really cool, and it's also affordable. Yeah. Like, it's not like having to go, like, I think it's ridiculous. If I have to go and buy him a shirt that costs more than one of my shirts, it's not happening. Like, yeah. that's, that's crazy. Like, he's, there's no reason a t-shirt for him should cost 70 bucks. Well, that also comes from a parent perspective. Yeah. So, me being a parent, I see things from a parent level. So it's like I just put myself in a parent's shoes and it makes it easier to see things from both perspectives. Yeah. So it's like, okay, this, this, this. And then, you know, like you want affordable clothes, nice and different because everything's literally the same. And to me, I always look at things and I'm like, why is it this way? Yeah. Like, how come these brands have been there forever and nobody ever went up against them? You know what I mean? Think about it. The clothes we buy has been there for generations yeah. and not really anything much after that so I want to be the next Old Navy bigger so you want to go you want to just be the next giant the next biggest brand that stays around for eternity I think you can do it honestly yeah, I think because it, it's such a fresh concept. idea because it's like there's all these different designer stores for adults and kids are kind of just left by the wayside like, they get, oh, you can get this t-shirt with a dog on it that has a firefighter hat on. Like, that's, yeah. you can have that. Whereas, like, like we were talking earlier, that 96 Olympics jacket <laughs> is <laughs> just started. the nicest the thing I've ever yeah. seen. You have to see it. It's like an Olympic was it, it track jacket. Was it at the, the studio last time? Or was no, it something I think you made it online. Oh, no, I saw it online. Because before they came over, I did my research. Went on the uh, website, the little click skis. Okay. Clicked sure. around. All right. I looked at it. And I was like, man, I need a... I need to shrink down. It's actually like two <laughs> parts of it. Because there's yeah. Kids Candy, the brand, and then there's the vintage section. Ah, uh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the vintage stuff. Is the vintage stuff know, is cool. It was three parts because then you got the brand, the vintage, and then the reworked. Oh, yeah, reworked too. What's the reworked? Reworked is stuff like there's some things that we find that's damaged. Yeah. And you guys yeah. repair it? Bring it back to life. How do you do that? Do you do, you do that yourself? We do. Um, it depends on what it is. Like... Uh, if it's a jacket, we may throw a patch, or let's say if there's like a deep stain on it that we can't cut it, we'll just cut it and make it into like this distressed, old school looking okay. thing. Or like if it's too bad, we'll dye it and make it a new color, and then you can't even can't even see tell that, that it was. Ever that's so crazy. Um, there's Shit, another one. Like for example, we had a starter jacket that was just fucked beyond repair, and you can't curse. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yo, funny story. <laughs> yo, I like ending his whole fucking. That is, <laughs> yo, that is my absolute yo, he got, favorite he thing to me. do. The first time, my first podcast as a co-host, I said something. He's like, "Yo, we can't curse." Yeah, I was like, "Yo, I'm like, so my sorry. mom listens to he's this." Like, like, no, I'm just 
I go, the jack was like done beyond repair, and we ended up just like taking that apart. And we had one guy come in to do the cut and sewing, and just put everything. Do you guys on have there. like? Do you have like specific guys? Like, do you just have one guy who does yeah, the sewing? Yeah, one stuff? guy. He's our. He's basically our guy for like all okay. our sewing and. So whatever you guys together. can't do. His, he'll do it's it. Basically, his ballpark. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you guys, you guys are starting to build like your small little team and stuff. Yeah. Basically, he he does all like the cutting. So, because as he was saying before, the jacket was beyond repair. Mm-hmm. So starter and bulls was like iconic in the nineties. Yeah. And it was such a cool jacket. Those were but, those starter jackets were the best. But all the tags and like the big logos were in perfect condition, but the actual jacket was ruined. Mm-hmm. So we cut out all the pieces. And we put it on a jean jacket. We took the collar off. We took the back off. And oh, we actually we made a jean jacket. It still has the starter labels on a vintage Levi jacket. And wow. it's, it's, it's like a cross. And it's just like, it's crazy. But It's like it's one of those things like you're going to put it out and Levi's going to be like, fuck. Why did why I why didn't we call <laughs> starter in the 90s? <laughs> well, yeah, so that's oh, the cool shit. thing about it is because, like I said, we find it used for everything. Like, no matter what it is. So, where like, do you guys, like, get all your, your pieces? Is it, like, places. through, like, donations and stuff? No, like, if someone has a bunch of stuff, can they come to you guys? Well, once we open the actual shop, mm-hmm. you'll be able to bring in stuff, trade, sell it. Mm-hmm. And we'll buy stuff from the public to get inventory. But as of now, we go all over and we find it. Like, thrift. It's so like thrift shopping thrift. and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Actually, thrift. for kids. It's got to be easier then, right? No. Like for no, kids? No, no, I won't. Think really about think it. about it. You're a no. parent. Kids damage their shit. That's true. Mm. So to find stuff in the condition we find it in, it's crazy. And yo, believe it or not, we actually have to triple wash clothes. Like I do stain treatments. It's all these things to get it back to a good state to resell it. You also got to do a lot of hand Because there's do. some places that'll just throw a whole bunch of random shit. shit. Like in a pile and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like dig through some it. Some of the stuff that was adults. Remember the one package we got? It was like an all-adult shit. Yeah, so basically, that's not even really what the whole the whole thing is about. Are you guys it's ever going to venture more... into, like, adult stuff? Possibly Maybe, like, not. a limited run or something? No. But we do do things for adults. So let's say if you had a jacket and you wanted to get your jacket done like your kids will do it. Like, we actually did that for a mom. So you guys don't necessarily sell things for adults, but let's say I came in, I'm like, hey, can you do this? You guys would do like a custom thing? Yes. We'll do distress in your jeans, bleached, or anything like that. We'll do it for you. Or if you don't have the product, you can probably like get it somewhere. Find it somewhere. Find it and do it for you like that. Man, you guys, you guys are sitting on a, on a quiet fortune, just <laughs> waiting to explode. Now, is this something that you've always wanted to do? Like, is this something you've always been into, like fashion and stuff like that? Well, I was into vintage for women years ago. He liked to wear it. <laughs> 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 I was so, so, so shit like that. that. Was so just like, <laughs> That's Ooh. typical Josh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because he's never changed since that's the day I met him. His, that's all he the thinks about is he's just a slick dick. <laughs> <laughs> the was so were you like you had a vintage clo- uh, women's clothing yeah, thing? Yeah, for women, I used to do like vintage shorts for women. I had a connection for like vintage Levi's, and I used to just sell them online. I had like a back then it was Big Cartel, and I just used to take pictures and put them on Big Cartel and. Just have girls model them and resell just shorts. So 
I stopped doing that because they used to do concerts as well. Mm-hmm. So the concert business was really busy. So I left it alone. So when you, when you say you did concerts, what do you mean? Like you set them up and organize them? Yeah, like I used to bring artists out and promote them. Like big artists. Like I worked with Wiz Khalifa, Pusha T, French Montana, Max B. Didn't you have something to do with bringing Wiz to Connecticut? I did. I remember you told me about that. Oh, from the last I met him. So then I should thank you because I met him because of you. Yeah, but that was that was years ago. No, that was Toad's place. Was it Toad's? It was. It was. He made a surprise appearance at Rampage. Yeah, that was a different time though. He was doing like a show. I think he did a show in Xfinity Theater. Yeah. In Hartford, and then he just was in the area, and I guess. Yeah, I remember I got a text and like, "Yo, Wiz is at Rampage," and I'm like. Were you? I was you with were. You that day. And I was like, oh, let's go meet Wiz. Yeah. And then I remember like we were there and somebody's like, yo, Wiz, was Amber? He's like, hey, shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> damn. I'm like, that damn Wiz. <laughs> I got his autograph on a phone case somewhere. I was like, ah, oh, I'm not really a big Wiz fan, but my girl is. So I was like, here, I got you an autograph. Yeah. It's on like a Batman phone case. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so then I stopped. And then I just was really focusing on the show business. And then. How long were you doing the show business for? For like five years. How do you get into that? Um, like that's how- a funny story actually. I used to have a lot of money, and my friends. My web search turned something. Did it? <laughs> What's the web search for? I, no one said anything. Oh. <laughs> my friend She's listening. She's needed money, and. He was doing a show somewhere, and somebody backed out, and he was like, I need a couple of grand, and I'll give you the money back in, in like, a few weeks. Like, all right, cool, whatever. I'll have the money for you tomorrow. Gave him the money. Actually went to the show, saw it, experienced it, and after that, I was like, whoa, like, this is a lot of money, like, and then let's do another one. Like, I got more money. Let's go. And then... After that, I just started doing it more and more and more. And then afterwards, I ventured out into my own thing. Then I started my own business called Life Camp. And I started doing shows on my own. And that's how I got into that. Do you still do shows? No. The show business changed a lot. I'm just focusing on fashion right now. Fashion is where it's at. But to me, the kid market is wide open. Yeah, it's just uncharted territory. It's just like really easy. And being that I have kids, it's easier. Especially because, you know, like you were saying earlier, you can be like, hey, what do you think of this? Yeah. And if she's like, nah, I don't really like this. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's trash. I'm and then also, that. like I said, um, you get to work with them, teach mm-hmm. them business, and make money at the same time. And it's a really, like, I would assume it's a great bonding experience. It is a great kids. bonding experience. That's why I said, like, you kill all these birds with one stone because it's just like, uh, that's a really big stone you're Learn, throwing. spending mm-hmm. time, and making money. All at and once. then you're just teaching them all those values, Business. like this is, Cause this they, is what your mind should be like. This yeah, because they model for me too, so it's like. Oh, it's, it's, it's really all in the business. I just want to say, it's like if you want to do modeling and they're not treating you this way, then this is you don't need to be associated with that. with that. Exactly. And how old are your kids? Nine and two. 
Huge gap. <laughs> Pretty it's big crazy gap. alcohol. <laughs> I didn't even know. That's a funny story too, because she was fucking. You didn't know there were nine and four two? months pregnant. Oh, I thought you didn't know there were nine and two. She went for a checkup. Like damn, bro, that's the problem. She went for a checkup and and they were like, hey, by the way, you're you're, you're kind of pregnant. We're kind of pregnant. <laughs> I think four actually months in is that's when we like went back at it. Back at the business. Yeah. And I was like, ah, time to go. And then that's how it came about. So, like, growing up, were you into, like, fashion and all that stuff? Weirdly, I used to, like, make weird shit. Just, like, one-off pieces. Like, um, back in the day, I used to make clothes for myself. Like, I would step on bleach and then step on my pants to have the same print from the bottom of my sneaker bleach on my jeans. And then that's fucking cool, yeah. And how then, old were you when you were doing that? I was like twelve, maybe. Cause I just wanted something different, and we really couldn't afford shit, so I was like, "Hey, so make it yourself. Make it myself." I used to put like polka dots on plain headbands, you know, like with the shoe polish. Yep. I used yep. to put dots and stuff on my clothes with a shoe polish. Where'd you grow up? All over. All over. I literally moved a lot. I lived in Tennessee, Virginia, Florida. Connecticut. What was your favorite place to live? My favorite place to live, Florida. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I'm probably was Florida. Florida. I mean, not a Florida guy. The I'm beach, the ocean, no. the weather. I mean, I like all that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like all the time it would kill me, especially because I work outside, so I don't want to be outside true, all the time. That's true. That is a very good point. So where were you living when you were like? doing the bleach to your pants and the polka dots and stuff. Virginia. So was that like, were you like the only one doing all that stuff? Did other kids see it and like... Uh, everybody just thought I was weird. <laughs> Look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing back in Virginia? <laughs> weird stuff. <laughs> it's weird because everybody's still living in their same homes and I move like a thousand times everybody's still in their childhood home. And you know, here you are with like a... a <laughs> brand pretty much on the brink of exploding yeah actually we're going to fall collection now uh -huh. I, you were telling me about that what kind of pieces are you like are you doing more like hoodies and stuff like that we were actually in the debate of that today yeah we're debating it it's like like what do, what do you see kids wear during the winter since you're a father yeah Manny do you actually like, buy your Son, long sleeve shirts, and they still wear short sleeve. I do. I wear him long sleeve t-shirts. I don't get him like thick things because he's always running around and they get hot. So I'm not gonna have him running around in a sweatshirt. Yeah. You know, like I'll get him like hoodies and sweaters and stuff. Do you still buy sh short sleeve? From time to time, like if they have them, because usually like if we go, for instance, if we go to like family's house, he'll wear like his sweater or something. We'll have a t-shirt because by the time he starts running around, he's gonna get hot. Yeah. You take it off and run around in a t-shirt. So, it's pretty much you need both. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, usually, like, the t-shirt, just, like, a plain white t-shirt, something underneath. But typically, I think, like, flannel, you know, track pants, things like that. So, that's why we have the vintage, because then, like I said, you want to go into some... Yeah, once you go into the vintage stuff... We have flannels, we have jean jackets, we have I was all looking sorts at those. of stuff. And that's the cool part about having a brand. Like, we have something for everyone. So where do you guys come up with the ideas? Like, do you 
like sit at home and you're like, oh shit, this will be good. I gotta text Josh. We we would just like either be at the studio trying to think of ideas, or one of us will just hit up the other one randomly, like, yo, I just thought of this. Actually, one of the designs is what triggered this. It was Josh. Yeah. He had some shit in his mind and he just kept saying it, but. I don't know. Time has just been so weird lately, so yeah, I just haven't had time and all that. And time is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> time is. It's. It's. I had to get a planner. <laughs> so that changed my life. Yeah. So like trying to like schedule podcasts and then do, you know, my own thing and all that. It's just like. I didn't get on your guys' wave. Bro, <laughs> I just. Bro, help. I am like a week into having a fucking planner. Schedule this freedom. Yeah, to like be able to like. Like today, I opened up my planner. I'm like, I got kids candy at eight eight o'clock. You know it, so it's like. So it's like that's it. Like I can do whatever then, I want. Seven thirty. Like I was sitting in this chair at seven thirty, just setting know, everything up, like getting it all ready. Schedule is freedom. I live by that. Cause it's once you schedule and have a time, you know what you can do. And, and I wasn't like do. that, so it was like I would schedule a bunch of podcasts and stuff. And the day the podcast would come, and I get a text, "Hey man, we still on for tonight." What's tonight? Oh, we got a podcast tonight. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> like, Josh is like, oh, oh my god. I'm you, like, yo. You also have to realize I just came off of a huge I get, transition. I tell him all the time, write the shit down. Like, no, I was dude, like you forget all the fucking Writing time. it down, man. Put it in your tablet. Schedule a reminder like we have a phone. Like, hey, right. Siri. Set a reminder. Oh, I have my planner, my physical, <laughs> my physical planner written down. I have it written on my you don't computer. You have even got a list. Shall I create one? Oh my god, I did not say look that. Look at that. Siri, you need to <laughs> stop. Siri needs to set a reminder. Wow. So look what it... Yeah, oh, Siri No, you didn't see it. I can't go back, but it says some wild shit. Your FBI guys into <laughs> some weird shit. Uh-oh. Okay, I'll remind you. Oh, what is she gonna remind you of? I can't go back. What is this song? Oh, man. Excuse you? Your FBI guy's going through some stuff right now. He can't go back <laughs> to his old life. But, but no, writing, like, I have it on my phone, on my computer, and on my physical planner. And then what Apple, it just shows up on that. Yeah, like, like I, as soon as I typed it on my computer, it popped up on my phone, and I'm like, that's it. That's I'm it. never gonna do it any other way. You got a HomePod? What do you mean? A HomePod. It's a HomePod. Apple's like oh no I have a Google Home I have that, that I got. too that thing is really cool yeah it's weird if you one of the, the best things if you ask Google or if you ask your phone uh, what's cooler than being cool it'll say ice cold and go all right all right all right, all right, all right. <laughs> it is the funniest thing ever I did it with that and it just happened I was like what the hell well no because HomePod tells you like hey you have this on your calendar. I think boom, Google boom, might boom, do that, boom, but boom. I've never tried setting it up. I but the reason it doesn't work with the phone because it just doesn't like, sync up. Apple, so yeah. that the HomePod is synced with the phone, so it's like it's I a part of Siri. So but I don't really on, trust those on. things. Who's guilty in here of actually asking Siri weird questions? Though? Me. Oh, I do yeah. it all the time. My my, my my favorite thing was where do you hide dead bodies? And they were like foundries. Yeah, Same, like, a yeah. Dump. Weird was stuff. Giving, like really, but like not saying I will, but it was like great fucking places. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yo, like I would have never shit. thought of that. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I have good ideas. I in hindsight, I'm a shitty murderer. Yeah, I would never think of that. I would have buried somewhere. My questions are what are your questions? Are you sexually frustrated? Oh my god. Yes. I, I feel like Josh. I call Siri. <laughs> thinking about that weird shit. I'll call Siri by different names. I'll be like, hey Google. She's like, uh, I think you mean someone else. <laughs> hey Google. 
I have both, so I get confused sometimes. Yeah. I'll be meaning to talk to the HomePod, but then I'll talk to Google. Your damn, both of those damn things were talking to you today every time you said something. You ever, let them, set up in the you ever let them talk to each other? <laughs> no. It's a good idea, though. Y'all record that shit. Okay, I've never thought that. about She's that, like, actually. actually. See what I never, I never did I would that, but I'm going to communicate. Though. Possibly, but I never. Siri, say hi to Google. Yeah. She, oh, don't, she, she don't. She don't fuck with me. She doesn't respect you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you ask me weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you, where do you guys like? What's end game for Kids Candy? Like besides being, do you want to just be a big retailer or do you want to be like, like Macy's? How Macy's is like everything when it comes. Like well, they got Macy's saw everything. We pretty much want to be a household name. Like, like you can. You know, like having kids' candy stores and then being sold in stores. Macy is more of a store who sells everybody clothes. Mm-hmm. And you also have so you want to like you want to walk into a store and just have like a whole kids' candy section. Yeah. How would you feel? Like, what would your reaction be if you walk into a store and you just see your logo? I don't know. I haven't felt it yet. yet. But you I will f- feel it. Yeah, I will feel it. But yeah, I feel like nothing ever hits me until it's there. And that's just always, like, when I actually see it, I'm like, oh, shit. Are you the this type of person crazy. who's working on one thing and your mind's already on the next thing? Or are you focused in on what you're doing now? No. I'm a fucking scatterbrain. It drives me crazy. Oh, God. I hate, I hate being a scatterbrain. He, because he, as we're recording this podcast, I'm thinking of things to talk about the podcast I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> so Josh and like, the one what I'm the doing fuck? Friday. Slow down. <laughs> He's like... You need to focus on this right now. And I'm like, I know that, but I'm just being prepared for the next thing. But we haven't even started this one yet. Josh is like, <laughs> Josh is like we're doing this jacket. Yeah, he's like, pants over there. <laughs> um, he's, like, he's like, this sounds rushed. Just, I don't know. <laughs> he like, yeah, I can see. So <laughs> you're, you're very safe. Like, not, I like to focus I don't on wanna, one thing at a yeah, time. Yeah, I don't want to use the term back because I feel like it's a negative connotation, but you're like tunnel vision. Yes. <laughs> like when you're locked in on something, you're going to finish it and then you'll move to the next one. Yes, that's how I work. Yeah, like, see, my tunnel has a bunch of openings. <laughs> so if I'm my way to finishing this podcast, I'll have four other podcasts planned out and ready to go. As soon as you guys leave, I'll text people, hey, come on, we're going to do this next week. Oh, okay, okay. But <laughs> just, I feel like for me that works better. I, if I feel like if I'm focusing only on one thing, I feel like I'm not doing my brain justice. Me either. I feel and like my brain has so much more power than I know of, mm. and I'm not using it all the way. But that's But then I again, said. I feel like the creative mind that he has can't do that, because otherwise his brain would explode. Yes. Like, if he's coming up with all his designs, because his designs are really cool, and I feel like too many of those are overload his brain. Yeah, because sometimes he'll say that, and then we'll actually do what he thought wasn't going to get done, and And then it gets done done faster. And sometimes he processes shit, and he'll be like, this is, and then he actually does it, I feel like and on point, he's like, oh, shit. I feel like that's true. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You said that about today, and then that didn't happen today. What today? You're like, oh, we're going to do all this stuff today. I'm like, no, I didn't. Yes, I did. We did everything we said. No, we didn't finish. We didn't finish, but. There you go. No, but that wasn't everything we said, though. I feel well, like you guys, you guys wouldn't work. If you guys were the same. No, but that's because you had to leave, though. Yeah, it is. Ah, so we would have finished. Think about it. Those seconds, we would have finished that whole sheet. That amount of time you left and came back. We still had to come up with three designs. that. No, but I mean, for that one, that was what I said we had to do today. Oh, no. That one. From what I understand, you said all six. Nah. All right, we'll try. 
See, the dynamic you guys have is great. Huh? The dynamic you have is great. <laughs> yeah. So, how quickly, how quickly did you guys become friends? Bef- like, during the business meeting? Before? Yeah, like, when you guys, when After you the guys first, first meeting? met him, you, got, you strictly went for business. Well, for me, stuff. honestly, it clicked instantly. But, to me, I'm more of, like, a, a universe person. And, like, when certain people come into my world... They're supposed to be there. They're supposed to be yeah. there. And, like, I see things that they may not see, but my world is a little different from everyone else's. So, it's like, I won't say it because I don't want to scare them. Because to them, it'll be like, you're fucking crazy. Like, I just met you. <laughs> but it's like... But in reality, it's like, it's like I it's know... Like we just, like you just meet Josh, you're like, oh, dude. His eyes are so dude, good. Like, <laughs> it's like love at first sight. Because like, like, you saw him and you hoss. instantly saw all the stuff you guys are going to do. Yeah. And you're like, if I tell him, he's going to be like, bro, what the fuck is wrong, wrong with you? you? Exactly. And then just so, not. <laughs> just not. So basically, it like went slow. And then, like I said, somehow it blossomed into something else. But believe it or not, we actually went through. A lot. A series of things before we got to this. Like, it's fucking strange. We went through, like, three three different or four different businesses before we got here. What were the businesses? We did, like, because Josh is into cars. We did, like, an automotive lifestyle brand. (laughs) What what is an automotive lifestyle? (laughs) Basically, just, like, Shifter Clan. It was called Shifter Clan. Which isn't done. It's not done. Hey, that's actually pretty cool. I like that. Thank you. That's what it's for though. See, like as soon it. as you say that it's a lifestyle brand for cars. Like, so like not only that, see I'm not a car guy, that. so I don't know what the Me car either. lifestyle is. It's, it was gonna it was gonna lead into something else though, because what it was supposed to be entirely was supposed to be like the start to a graphic novel that I've been working on. Oh, okay. That is an automotive graphic novel and I don't want to talk about the idea. Just one thing I don't want to talk about because I don't I know the I know what I have. No, I feel but the title is gonna be called Shipper Crap. There's so much stuff in my head that I have like a little notebook that I have just like random sentences that if you read it you'll be like, What the fuck yeah. is this? But I'll read it and I have an entire thing that comes to mind. So and you don't want to tell people about it, I get it. Yeah. But I want it's to hear all about, about trolls. So afterwards mm. <laughs> and then Do they sing? Do they sing? No. Do they wear kids candy? <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler yeah, if they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just say that we'll talk after yeah, when, it's, when it's when the microphones are. They on. all wear yeah. dresses. Exactly. Oh, shit. <laughs> from, That's his, exactly. from his first video, they all wear tutus and take pictures in front of cars. There you go. <laughs> one of them looks like Lucas. Hey, I believe it. I believe <laughs> he's the littlest one. I'm not even mad. <laughs> but he's got the biggest engine. Hey, listen. That's all that matters. <laughs> so like, Damn, right? but that was the first one. What else did you have? We had next, which is like a okay. branding agency. Okay. Which is like logos, websites, web- business cards, stuff like that. All that stuff. And you guys still do those things? Well, or, you, or did you put them on like pause to focus on kids candy? Not necessarily, because now we're gonna have J Paz Design Studios and Kids Candy. Which is logos, clothes, business cards, flyers, stickers, all sorts of stuff. And then the brand as well. So it's like you come to J Pods Design Studios, you can get a custom. Are you guys still in the same spot? Yeah. Yeah. Nolton Street, right? Nolton Street. There you go. We'll we'll be there for a while. Yo, that shit felt like we were in New York. She's a business. (laughs) I shit had a New York feel to it. I gotta go over there because it was so cool to be in there. Yeah. 
It just had a really cool, like, it has a very good creative vibe. You didn't see the other space, though. You, like, yeah, painted yeah, it. We got, like, space. racks up. Everything's up. No, I think you guys were talk like we were talking about the space. We were negotiating then. Yeah, yeah, you were guys like we had the plans for the space. We had the so plans for the space. All set up and soon it's I think it was like Josh was focusing on getting the place. You were already designing the place. Yeah, because like I said, th- that goes that shit. He's like, we, 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 we can't do this. We're we're not ready. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, 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 dude, we could put this here. He's like, the lighting is gonna be so dope. He's standing there like in the back, like. What the fuck? It's like, bro, can we, can we get the lease? <laughs> Here's the thing. I know he says all this crazy shit, and I get fucking terrified sometimes. He does. But it works. Hey, yo, you want me to tell you some Serious other question. shit, though? Do you trust him? Yeah. And that's why it works. I was just about to get into that. I'll say some crazy shit. He always backs me up, no matter what it is. I think it also goes for your track record. He'll be like, ah. Oh. What the fuck, Miguel? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Like, I'm like, all right, watch this. We'll make it work. And then, like, <laughs> and then a week after having, she's like, man, you were right. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's what like, happened. It's like a it's word for just word. Experience. It's it's just word experience. It's word for word. That's exactly what I like, feel like we have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot in common. It's hilarious, though, because it's like, uh, you were right. It's like, I, I knew it. <laughs> You just kind of—it just was like it's a, if you believe it hard enough, it's gonna happen. Like it may or may like you—it may not look like it's gonna work out, but it ends know, up actually panning out. If actually, you want it bad enough, you can do anything. We actually well, transitioned real, a lot. Oh God, yeah. Lately, and so many things changed, and like <laughs> to me, that. today is the start of the brand. Yeah. Believe it or not. Facts. Today is actually like the fresh start of the business. Like I feel like we haven't been doing anything, but now it's now like, like things are pumping out. Now things are you guys are getting a lot of business about. like through the online store? We've been chilling. We've just been chilling. Like creating. Yeah. Just like building up everything so once it comes out we're fully ready. So the website's fully functional. Fully yeah. functional. Like, we can go like I could buy Lucas a couple jackets yeah. <laughs> and stuff Except and then I won't we'll fit fight. in that shit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, Listen, okay. we alter clothing. Let's go. That's good. You know, in that case, I can't. You wear blazers, man. We'll throw a big starter logo on the back. <laughs> Shit. I got Put the starter zipper on each button, bro. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's just never been done. All, All the right. blazers are going to be like, fuck, why didn't we call starter in the 90s? Yeah, for real. <laughs> and that's also a cool thing, though. Like, with, with the vintage, is like, people don't realize that clothes from back in the day was a much higher quality. Being mm. that we find this stuff in a condition it still is, like, if you think about the people that's there now, like H&M and all these mm-hmm. places, their clothes are shit. It's crap, because it costs crap. less to make. It costs less to make, and it's cheaper to buy, but at the same time, it's like, people don't realize they end up buying more mm-hmm. because it's so cheap. Yeah, that's their market. So it's like, it. instead of buying that one quality piece and it lasting for a much longer time, mm-hmm. they buy that and it's gone faster. Like after three washes, you need another shirt. Yeah. And this stuff is like stuff that, that you can because you triple washing anyway. Yeah, we so triple you're triple, triple wash washing anyway. stuff that you don't even know how many times it's been washed prior to this, nope. and it still looks great. Still looks great. That's quality the, over quantity, man. Quality over quantity. But like I said, it's quality at an affordable price. Yeah. So that's something you can't beat. Because remember, it's still name brands, oh. and also, as a parent, kids don't buy clothes parents do. So, I feel like parents connect with the clothes Better. more. Yeah. Because they're the ones with the buying power. Right. So, like, oh, I had that. I want my kid to have that. And it's that cool because you have all, like, the, 
Like, I was looking at you had, like, the old school cartoons. We do, like, there was one, a Ren and Stimpy Because I know, shirt. typically, if I like something, he's going to like it. Exactly my point. Like, it's weird. Like, you know, he watches Pokemon now. I was watching Pokemon as a kid. <laughs> he, was, he wanted, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. When I was nine, I had them. So it's like anything that I like, I find that he's starting to like too. History repeats itself. So. Yeah. It does. Good history. Good history. Bad history sometimes. It, it sometimes. We, it always comes but back. Push but it away. Look at this right now, for example, with all these broadcasting networks like Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon. Do you notice how there all these ninety shows are coming back? Yeah. And they're all getting remade. Yeah. Even um actually um Nick had the nineties is back. It had this big thing for a long time. The 90s is back. I actually felt really old because he watches Boomerang. <laughs> and like the cartoons I was watching as a kid are on Boomerang now. Yeah, and I'm like, when Boomerang was on, like I was watching Jetsons on there. Like, Jetsons. Yeah. 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 And now show. like Dexter's Lab is on Boomerang. And I'm like, how fucking old am I right yeah. now? That's it's why crazy. I like vintage. Because it's something I could connect to. And I also feel like what's old to us is new to them. Yeah. So even though I know it's vintage, the modern day kids don't, have no idea. They what don't it is. know what it is. So it's still new to them, but that's like why I, I said it's brought back with a spin. I hate those people who are like, oh, all these new kids finding stuff that I already had as a kid, and they're saying it's new. It's like, dude, let them enjoy it because you enjoyed it too. Yeah. And chances are, what you enjoyed was a ripoff of something that your parents enjoyed. <laughs> exactly. So like, what's, it's all a repeat. That's all it is. Life is just reboots. And vintage will never go away. People mm-hmm. don't realize that there's always old stuff and as things grow. Yeah, as long as there's time, there's going to be vintage. Exactly. So and that's, that's why I feel like it's a very lucrative market. And it's also cool. What are you going to do when Kids Candy is vintage? Make more money. Yeah. <laughs> you sell double vintage. Yeah, you double go. vintage. Double v, double v. Double V. <laughs> Call it that. So where's, where's the store? 305 Knowlton Street, Bridgeport. It's like a private... Private retail only. Okay. Yeah, like you make an appointment online, you come and shop, you pick out clothes. You ever go to the store and it's like a bunch of people there and you can't get help? It's shopping around this time of year, like back to school, school stuff. It's, it's like such a pain. You make an appointment, you have a private place to shop in peace. Pick what you want, no Russians, nobody fighting over clothes. And it's really like nobody a treasure Nobody pounding hunt. you? It's really like a treasure hunt because every piece is different. You never know what you're going to find. So do you have, like, when someone goes in there, do you have everything, like, sectioned off by, like, sizes and stuff? Yeah, sizes, brands, like, Are you pretty varied in sizes? Definitely. We have a... Because remember, it's vintage. Mm -hmm. You never know what you're going to find, so we can't choose. It's not like you go in a thrift shop and say, hey, I just want to find a size 5. Yeah. Whatever you get, it's cool. Whatever sizes you get, that's what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's literally. So you guys went there, you got all the stuff, and then you went and you put them all five seven. That's gotta be a pain in the ass. Well, it is a pain in the ass because it's like some of the tags because it's so old you can't see it. And mm-hmm. so what we do is we find a shirt that's like a size that we think is close to, and then we put it next to each other seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually pretty smart. I can't. can't Dude, you have no idea how confusing. Inventory is. Crazy because every piece is different and it's selective, but like I said, it's, it's like it's how do you inventory something that's so vintage and not, so even, not even just vintage, yeah, you need like that the you, other day. Like, how do you inventory? Because when I used to work in retail, so when you inventory something, you're like, okay, so there should be 37 red shirts in a small. How do you guys inventory something T-shirts, that's like so jackets and that's it? That's it, uh, okay. So it's like, okay, I have 30 hoodies, I have 45 t shirts. 
So that's and how you do it? it's not by size, though. Okay. No, it's, it's just shirts. It's just shirts. It's different pieces of clothing, different articles it's of clothing. It's different articles of clothing, but it's just, like I said, it's just t-shirts. Yep. We do inventory as t-shirts, jackets, pants. So can we have That's Lucas's it. birthday party there? <laughs> Definitely. It's That's actually come. a serious question. <laughs> he wants to shop till he drops. Yeah, I'll buy the whole damn store, man. No, but I definitely want to go with him and check it out. It's cool. Like I said, again, it, it touches parents more than it does the kids. Well, yeah, because like there was like when we first went there and Josh was showing me stuff, he pulled out, um, I want to say he pulled out like a Mickey Mouse starter jacket. Mm-hmm. And like I saw it, and like I had that when I was a kid. Like yeah. I had the same jacket when I was a little kid. And I'm like, that's insane. Because it's exactly like it. I think it might have even been in better condition than the one I had. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff we find, we're very picky and selective. I feel like you, you about, have to be. Yeah, sometimes it's minor, minor stains, but like we're very selective on what we pick. But the selection we have is crazy. And it's all in like perfect condition for the timeline. It's I just crazy. It over how cool it is. It blows my mind sometimes. I just look and at the stuff and it. I'll be like, oh. Oh, you probably love some of the new stuff we got. Well, yeah, that's we what I'm saying. I gotta stuff. go by. Yeah, I drive by. I just want to let you know I drive by every once in a while and I see your Pokemon gym and I beat it and then I leave. <laughs> that's you! That's you! You'll know it's me because I beat it and I don't put a Pokemon up. I just beat it so you know I beat it and then I leave. So you can I, I put like, it back on there. I have like the highest ranking in there out of everybody. I've held that gym for like 48 hours. And all I do is just sit there while I'm working like, boop. Like, yep, nope, boop, nope. You could ask him. I'm just like, boop. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I, I destroy people and they get upset with me. I don't think we're, we're friends on the game. Yeah, we are. I we think are. we're the only you two to play it in this room. Time. I love it. Do I? People hate it because I don't give anyone gifts. I always forget. <laughs> I always forget. Like people are like, oh, our friendship level's not high enough, and I go on there and it's like I have gifts from like five plus days ago. I'm like, oh fuck. That's why. But I really enjoy talking to you guys. <laughs> like I do. Me too. It's, it's always a good time. It's really weird because I feel like we have a lot in common, and I've known you for so long. Yes. I don't even know how long I've known you for. We've known each other for <laughs> at least ten years. At least ten years. I think I was yes. working in the mall when I met you. I believe I met you when I was dating one girl back in the day. You remember what I'm talking about? I think I used to work with her. Where'd you work in the mall? No, she worked. She worked in Zoomies. That's where I worked. Uh, Zoomies. Zoomies. You weren't there when I, when I was dating her. I think I might have been. I would have remembered you. I might have gotten fired at that point. <laughs> but you know what I did do? I kicked over their sales sheet rack. So <laughs> they deserve that shit. They're that assholes thing over. I haven't gone in there since. I feel like it's lost its luster. It's Dude, not there's the like, same. There's, there's always a new face. Although, they never keep people. The only, thing, the only reason I did go in there the other day was because Dragon Ball came out with their uh, primitive. The primitive skateboards. Yeah. I was like, fuck. But I have that one no, that I don't use. Notice how, like, I, I don't mean to get off subject with that, but notice how everybody's doing anime collaborations now. Oh, yeah. Adidas. Like, who else? So Adidas, where's the Kids Candy anime, anime collab? Well, that's funny. It's, it's going to come because I feel like anime. I feel like Voltron is the thing to do. Because I feel like there's a... I, I, I feel like that'd be the easiest thing to find. Voltron, like, probably old Power Ranger stuff. Isn't Voltron on Netflix now? Don't they have, like, four Yeah, they, like, rebooted yeah. Voltron or something. I never watched Voltron. I just know it's old anime. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure if we found it. But yeah, anime hit, hit like a huge revival. It's like, because it's, of all it's, the cons. It's, it's cons all in the social media right now. It all yeah. went mainstream. It's because social media. All it takes is so, one post. That's it. That Dude, I could just take. make one, like, 
I've been talking to him, like, I want to do, like, at the studio, like, an anime night, where it's, like, I pick a movie, and people can come, and we got the whole gallery, like, I don't know, like, I'll get pizza if you want, throw $2 just to cover the pizza, and stuff like that, and it's just watch all these different anime. What's movies. your favorite anime? My favorite anime as of right now of all time. Yes. All time? Both. <laughs> right deep now, conversation that is him. a deep conversation. That is right now my favorite anime right now, which I'm waiting on, would have to be My Hero Academia. I you know, I, I hear about all that. Never seen it. it. I love it. It's awesome. Like everyone's like, oh, watch it, watch it, and Dude, I'm like, you have to watch it eventually. Plus Ultra. So you don't even know what that means. I have no idea what that means, no, but you like jerked it a little it, bit. Like so is that what they do? No. It's like one of those dirty animals. It's like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> like the tentacles, tentacles and stuff. <laughs> right up Josh's alley. I know. <laughs> Siri, no. how many tentacles are too many tentacles? <laughs> and no how many can you make much. sushi out of? Ah. I think fuck pizza. I think sushi and anime is where it's at. Oh, <laughs> I know people. <laughs> so aside from like the fashion and stuff, what is what do you do? Like what what else are you into besides? Chefing it up at Chef's Table. What do I do besides that? Yeah, like what? Like what do you like in your free time? My what kids, can someone find you doing? Super dad. adventuring with my kids. We do a lot of stuff. Like me and my daughter, we jet ski, parasail, take trips a lot. Where have you guys Zoo's gone? Zoos, been to Florida, California. Like Great Wolf Lodge. We hit up like every zoo on the East Coast. Damn. We always. Do stuff like that. He loves his kids so much. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I feel like there's not, like, I feel like fathers get such a bad rep. They do. Like, it, it, there's not enough well, showcasing of, like, good fathers. Well, because, like, majority of dads are bad. And that's just the truth. And me being who I am today came from that. From you know what I mean? Because my like, father was in prison a lot. Mm-hmm. And even when he was out, he never was actually there. Like, it, he was, like, one of those people he used to tell me he was coming but never show up. Oh, get you and really hyped up. Did eventually, get, like, did you just stop getting hyped? No. Yeah, I feel like that's I so heartbreaking. I always got excited. I'm like, okay, he's going to come like, this, this is the time. time. This is it. And it's like, I, I didn't really understand it, but it's just like, I just never gave up. Like, it was always broken promises. And... As I got older... So do you uh, feel like now whenever you tell your kids something, you're like, no, this, I'm saying it, it's stone. Like, this is happening. Definitely. And that's what made me such a great parent is the broken experiences. And to me, experiences isn't really bad things. It just makes you into a greater person. So all the things I experience... It just shows you what not to be. What not like to be. Like, you see it, like, you saw what happened when you were a kid, and you're like, all right, I'm never going to make my kids feel like that. Exactly. And so, in a way, it's like you being the father to your kids that you never had is like you're being the father you never had. Exactly. That's really what it is. the father I never mm-hmm. had. It's just like, to me, it's common sense. Yeah. But a lot of people... Well, common sense isn't don't. as common as... It is. It's actually not common as you would think. Right. It's, it's actually so rare. Not. It's yeah. such a rare thing. But truthfully, with common sense, you could fucking do rocket science. Yeah, you really can. You no, know, people will say that's not true. But like, how many dumb? Like, I've worked in a field of people who went to school, paperwork. I'm an engineer, 
and I'll go up to them, ask them a question, and they just I feel talk to me like what? Book smarts can get you so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can. Like you, you need, need to know, like you be can. Street smarts. You need to be. You, you can know experience. formulas and all that stuff, but if you don't have the practical use of it, it's not gonna help you. That's the funny thing about me. I finished school. How far did you get? Probably the ninth grade. Yeah. So it's all life experiences. All life experiences. I, honestly, I've been on my own since I was so long. So I've been on my own since I was 13. Mm-hmm. So everything I learned was from me actually doing it. You know what I mean? Like I got into a t-shirt business because I worked for a t-shirt company actually around the corner from here for free. Because mm-hmm. I lived right across the street and there was a t-shirt place right there and I wanted to do t-shirts. And to me, I always wanted to cut the middleman out. So I actually went and worked for the man for free to learn how to make t-shirts. And that's how I learned how to print the shirts myself by working for free. Because mm-hmm. I looked at it differently. Like, oh, well, college you have to pay for. I have money. But if I go and do this, I can learn for free. Yeah. So I looked at it completely different from the way anybody else looked at it. That's and the way an entrepreneur thinks. And then I did it, and I, I learned the whole t-shirt business. And they looked at me like I was crazy, but in my mind, I'm like, whoa. You, know, like, you don't know yeah. what you just Yo, did. You don't know the hat. There was a plan Because they're it. looking at you. They're like, oh, we got this idiot working for, for free. free. And exactly. you're like, I got these idiots teaching me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's a mind fuck, but that's how, like, there was conversations about it from someone I knew that was a mutual friend was like everyone would say shit like that. But to me, it was like, you and know, it's like, say all you want. I'm coming up. You know what I mean? Just and like, that's how I know how to operate a full t-shirt business. Like, mm. Because I literally worked at a t-shirt place for free and I learned how to make t-shirts. And everything I did was from experience. So I never really like went to school for anything. I just physically did it, put my own money up, and I learned it. And yeah, I, did I, it. I tried the whole, like I graduated high school, I did college for a little bit, but it just, it wasn't for me. Yeah, like I, I didn't like it. School all. never really got me either because it just like, to me, to me, school was always a distraction, and people just have ADD or whatever it is. Because like I said, I, there's a bunch of shit going on in my head, but in reality, school just didn't teach me anything I felt like I would need. So yeah, I feel I like just, after honestly, like after probably like the fifth or sixth grade, there's really nothing that you're gonna take for the rest of your life. Exactly. Like oh. once you learn how to read, write, that's and it. count up your money, that's what it. what's left? Nothing. But to me, I feel like they should teach you how to drive and like they should teach you how to do your taxes. No, fuck that. The main thing I feel like school should teach you is about credit. Yeah. It should. Credit is one of the most important things in life, and I didn't learn that until like a couple of years ago. But I feel like credit and dealing with bank accounts and they don't all teach that, you anything to set you up for life. For life, and that's the things that you need to know. Like, to me, that, that, school they, they is just teach that stuff, a waste though. of time. Isn't that what home? Isn't that what like home economics was? They would like teach you basic things. My home was economics like, was cooking. Well, I yeah, mean, like cooking. the old. Like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking like in the older days. Well, because I, I remember back in the old days, they had like they had like drivers ed in school. <laughs> I can't relate to that. Well, drivers ed to me, that's another thing. I know, you like need to in know. that one, that the, just in flopped the, out of school and went directly. Let's make this into a business. Like yeah. in the 40s, I know they used to have like rifle class to teach kids how to like handle guns and stuff. 
all that stuff. But I feel like the practical things that you need to learn, they don't, they teach, don't you. teach you. But they're like, here, let me show you how to solve this equation or figure out the f of x. You, yeah, you also have to think about in that time that was like Cold War era. Well, it, we all, like, I mean, all these different so wars. you take you take the time to you switch it. We don't have to worry about Russians anymore. But we got to worry about North Korea. I think, <laughs> I, I think I'd rather have my son worrying. About, I think I, I'd rather have more, my son worry about the person next door. Also, you still got, you know what I mean? What I think is that, like, me not going to school made me what I am today. And do you think you not going to school is going to push you to have your kids go to school? Or are you going to just let them do what they do? That was a good question. Because I was thinking the same a thing. A personal, honest, and me and the mom fight about it all the time, but I don't want them in school. Personally. Because I feel like school doesn't really teach them anything. And I feel like it's more of a traditional thing mm -hmm. than it actually is like something that really helps you. Because me not being in school and, and knowing all the things I know, I didn't get it from school. I got nothing from school because I was always a kid who never paid attention. But I'm not stupid. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I learned everything from actual experience. And if you really think about it, like every Have you ever taken like an IQ to, test? No. Really think about this, though. Every job you go into has training. Mm -hmm. And this is a weird subject, but fuck it. It's the truth. Most people come from different countries who can't speak a lick of fucking English and have no education, but they're better workers than our own people who, who've been in this country forever and they're schooled. Most people who own businesses in these countries are that immigrants. we work for are immigrants. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how the hell do these people come to our country and we work for them and they have no education but they're more successful than we are and if you look at why it's a school system they didn't have the education we did so instead of them going through all the bullshit they got straight to the point they mm -hmm. work save their money put it together open a business pass it on through the generations they all get money and they never work for anybody but they're all successful and they're not stupid at all I feel like like with the whole schooling thing, I feel like once you get out of like the basic, like the kindergarten through high school thing, I feel like then you start learning the things that you should learn. Like when you go to college and take a business class, they teach you what you should, they should have taught you when you were younger. So I feel like if they're teaching, for instance, your daughter's nine, right? If your daughter's learning a business class now, by the time she's 13, she could have her own business because exactly. she knows the basics. But you're going to withhold that intelligence and those lessons for later on in life the school of hard knocks to me to me it juices them up for college to pay yeah it's just ridiculous it's to me it's all about the money everything oh, leads back up to the money and i always said this you give me 12 years free and charge me four hundred thousand for four you mean to tell me what you teach me in four years is more important. You couldn't teach me in those 12? That makes a lot of sense. How is it that you get 12 for free and charge so much money for four? It's, it's, it's a mind fuck. And the yeah. sad thing is a lot of the time, those 12 years, they're not taught by good people. Exactly. Yeah. No. Like I was in high school and I was fucked because my math teacher only wanted to be here for his retirement check. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to say I was in high school for five years. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Josh. Yeah, so what? That's what really, 
that's what really drove me into entrepreneurship, though. It's just I seen that shit early on. I was like, if I do this, I'm did you have like a mentor growing up, like that. someone that was showing you stuff, or were you strictly by yourself? Uh, like, was there someone at some point that's like, Miguel, come here, they're fucking you. Let me let me tell you what's going on. Not really. So were you that Not person? Not until yourself? I got really older, but growing up, I had no mentors. I just literally looked at shit and said. This is stupid. This isn't. Like, it's literally just me breaking shit down and really paying attention and understanding what it is and seeing what, like, people get out of things. So you seem like the type of person who will grab something and then just take it apart just to see if you can put it back together the same way. Yeah. Because that's how you really understand mm-hmm. something. Oh, of course. Doing You can't things. really understand something by a book because, to me, there's shit that may or may not happen... In the process that of that, goes that back you to won't the know smarts and no practical use unless you did it. And to me, even book smarts don't count because it's like uh, the book lists shit, but it doesn't list all this other shit that could happen, that could happen or like miss. It tells or, you if you do this, this will happen, but it doesn't tell you you can do this. But then if this happens or if this, this happens, happens, put it into a math equation: x equals y. Yeah. Right. Okay. Two minutes later. X is supposed to equal Y, but Q comes in there and fucking punches you right in the face. And then there's something else. And Q's called life. And to yeah. me, like I said, that was a great example of what everything is. It's like actually taking something apart and you knowing the inside out of it. And to really understand something, you got to take it apart and put it back together. Because people could tell bits and pieces of shit, but mm-hmm. until you actually do it and fully understand it, you won't really know it. It's <laughs> like, uh, like for, I, I work at the post office. So the training for the post office, like they send us to the school for like a week. Are you watching pornographic movies? Oh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's Nate. <laughs> That's his brother. So I guess Josh was recording me. Okay. All right. Show me. That's amazing. Show me. Just scroll up. So like when we were doing the training, we sit, we sat in like a whole classroom for like a week, of them like telling us. So this is how you gotta carry the mail. This is how you gotta do this. And I paid attention to none of it. I couldn't tell you what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> I have no idea the proper way to do any of this. All I know is that when I went out, they send you out for like three days with a trainer. The first day, I literally had to walk behind the dude, and watch him do it. I didn't. I was paying attention to everything else around me because I'm not doing it. So I'm not going to learn by you telling me, well, you got to do No. So like the next day, it took me like an hour of doing it myself. To and really I figure it honestly out. have the easiest job I've ever had in my life. So like I again, can't. I just the same understanding as me. I touch it one time. I got it forever. Yeah. And I, like I said, none of it was school. It's just like uh, you got this one shot. Like with this. I had no idea how to set up a podcast. <laughs> I had no fucking clue. I talked to Kirk one day. I'm like, dude, I want to do a podcast. He's like, okay, come over. I'll put logic on your computer. He sat down, showed me how to do it. About a year ago, I had no fucking clue what an interface was. I had no idea what any of these buttons do. I just thought they looked cool. <laughs> now I know what every single one of those knobs do. Not from school. I didn't read a book. He just told me, he's like, oh, so when you do this, and he's like, oh, he's like, see, so when you talk, the green light comes on, that means it sounds good. If you talk too loud, the red light's going to come on. Life happens. That's it. That's like, um, 
with me in that situation, like, I wanted to know about cars and I wanted to know how to work on them. I had no fucking clue how to do it. I couldn't even change my own oil. I went to a garage. I started talking with the owner. I was like, let me work for you for free. Did that. Now I know how to change a radiator, brakes, blower motor. And just like with him, I guarantee you that shop owner was like, this fucking idiot. I'm getting all this work for free. But here's the thing, though. I, I made a mistake in my life because he ended up wanting me to stay to become the office manager after like three weeks. And I made that mistake. I didn't take the chance. Because I wanted to be safe at my is it, regular job. Is it a mistake, though? Because look where you are now. I mean, yeah. No, yeah, right. everything happens for a reason. It's yeah. cliche it as that is. At no, the moment, you again, sit there. And, but it didn't happen to you. It happened for you. It's, okay. Cliches right, like it happened cliches for you. for a reason because they're true. Okay. People now, say cliches like they're a bad thing. Yeah. It's not a cliche if it hasn't happened numerous times. And now, here's the thing. Like, many times, like, since I know all this stuff, I'm sure Lucas knows the same feeling. Like, you know all this stuff. People would be like, so where you get your brakes changed? I have to pay, like, $350. Oh, I pay, like, 50 bucks. Mm. How? I do it myself. I don't know shit about cars. Yeah, and I, I have touch it, and I have I have no interest in wanting to learn about cars. Yeah, yeah that's completely okay. It's yeah, not it's something not for everyone. like it's and it's people are like they're like oh, you're a Puerto Rican, you don't like cars. <laughs> yeah, I could give two fucks about what's under the hood of my car. Again, I really don't care. Pressing Just, that right button. <laughs> if it turns on and I can drive, I'm, I'm fucking solid. I know when I gotta put gas in. I know when I gotta change my oil. And I know how to change a flat tire. And that's it. That's, that's all that's I really all need to that's know. That's the basics. That's what they should have taught in high school, going back to the previous topic. They didn't. I learned how to change a flat tire because my grandfather got a flat and he couldn't change it because he was old. So I was like, uh, he's like, can you help me? I was like, yep. And I went over there and I was like, the fuck do I do? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's fucking easy. It's like unscrewing regular shit. And Again, that, that goes back to you seeing things once and you got it. Easy. I, wish I feel like you have to you have to do something you have to see it and like get your it. hands dirty to really learn how it works and that's what I, I try to teach my son like if he's like oh even if it's something stupid like he's like oh I, I can't beat this level in the video game can you do it for me nah. no you have nah, to dude. learn it yourself you, you you'll figure it, it out please tell me you make him play on level hard of course bro there's no other way to play okay good there's <laughs> no other way to always play always start on hard never go on easy go He's going hard, and, and if you want, work your way down. Yeah. If you if you really well, can't get it, again, just go down. There's a saying I have for that. I say it all the time. If you do it as easy, your life will be hard. Oh, yes. That's my number one saying because, and that's why I'd I, I rather do the challenge first because if you do the challenges first, everything else is a piece of cake. Oh, yeah. You learn everything. And that's the way to you live life. You learn everything you possibly need to learn. By failing. Exactly. To me, if you're not failing, you're not winning. You're not learning. The way I see it. Everyone's like, oh, I'm failing at this. I'm failing at this. I don't see it as failing. I see it as slow succeeding. That's all it is. Learning experience. Yo, mentality is everything. It is. And like I said, and the way to learn something is by failing at it. This is such a positive podcast. It is. It's become Aside from the weird (laughs) shit Josh says, like tentacle porn and... (laughs) Hey, we're getting normal podcasts. Hey, Siri, would you scissor Alexa? Like, that's just something... (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a great question. I would pay to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I only love Siri, but... That's another I hate Cortana. Alexa's a bitch. Cortana. Cortana's weird because they, they just. Cortana's like, Xbox, no? Yeah, Cortana's a bitch Cor- too. Cortana's from Halo, though, so that's no, weird for me. Cortana's Xbox. Yeah, but it's on the phones now. 
Really? Yeah, Cortana's. I think. Oh no, Cortana's Nintendo. also on the well, PC. Well, Cortana's yeah. on Xbox One. And then I'm like, but I guess it's Microsoft. I, mean, like, I don't trust that. <laughs> I don't have. I have a Connect, but mine's not plugged in because it never shuts off and it's no. always recording. Well, yes, that's creepy. Okay, do that. that's so Google creepy. same shit. I Google's always Google listening. Did you back when like they first came out? If you ask Google, like, hey, is the FBI hearing this? It would shut off. Really? Yeah, but now if you ask it, and you're like, hey, Google. Uh, is my are they, are we being recorded? And they're like, no, we're not recording you or anything. Well, the phones is the same way though, because hey Siri. Well, I don't like the phones because I don't know if you guys experience this. I experience it all the time. You ever talk with somebody about something and then you go on like it's Instagram and then everything an ad comes pops up? up? Yeah, that's creepy. It's no, so no, it does all the time. Like Mike, uh, we were talking. Me and my girl were talking a couple weeks ago about like the uh, the THC vapes. She started getting text messages. From yeah. like advertising companies. Well, yeah, that, that's how. So it that means she entered her phone number and some type of thing. No, no. she does not do that. But it doesn't that doesn't happen? It it's does. the weirdest it thing. Emails. Well, no. If you have your phone linked to like social, because you know you can put your exactly. phone number on Facebook. Going back to that, you put your phone mm-hmm. number into something. It's just on a profile. It's yeah. it's just so strange because like even when you go like, for instance, like the other day me and my friend were talking about like Slim Jims. For some, I think we were talking about, like the old Macho Man commercials with the Slim Jim and how funny they were. Went on Instagram, Slim Jim ads, everywhere. and I'm like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? Yeah. HomePod, same shit. You can ask it anything, it's always running. So it's like, it hears everything you say. Or they have a partnership? Well, no, actually, Apple's Everything's pretty critical on keeping your shit locked. Uh-huh. The FBI tried to get some shit out of them, they wouldn't let them. Yeah, Apple it. doesn't fuck around Apple with that. Apple doesn't fuck around, that shit is heavily encrypted, and they won't fold. For anything, because with those, with like the, those, uh, all the celebrities got hacked. They didn't like the FBI try to get access to them. They're yeah, like, nah. nah, not at all. No, they were like, really? They're like, well, those guys got it. Well, they are fucking better than you, yeah. obviously. Like, <laughs> we're not. So, is there anything you want to say to, you know, a young person listening to this? That's like, wow, I want to do that. My young thing for young listeners would be, just fucking do it. Whatever it is, just do it. Don't jump up a ridge, but do something else. Do it. Actually, whatever you're thinking about, go and actually do it. Read the book, watch the video, and do it while you're watching and reading. Don't be the motherfucker who reads and watch, but don't go do anything afterwards. You gotta. You gotta. I do take find action. myself like reading instructions, and I'm just going along with it. Yeah, but and some then, like peop- fucking it up halfway because I don't know what the next thing is. So some people read, but don't act on it. A plan backed by action equals results. There you go. And where did you hear that from? Huh? Where did you hear that from? Myself. Wait, oh, really? Because I heard that from somebody else. I can't remember who it was, but it's the Probably same him. concept. But yeah, so it's, it's just like I said again. To me, that's 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 natural. It's just like I'm gonna say this because I live by this, and to me, this is the basic laws of life. Is my philosophy on life is the universe and everybody has the power and skill to win and we don't know it but it's literally when you plant a seed outside you have no power over the sun the rain and the soil the rest is left up to the universe so if you plant a seed and you do your part that tree will grow into a big fucking tree but you got to plant the seed first and once you plant the seed, it automatically grows. You can't grow a tree without a seed. You can't grow a tree without a seed. So again, the universe provides sunlight and rain. 
But if you plant it, it's definitely going to grow. But like I said, you do your part, the universe does the rest. It's the same thing about life. Me planting my seed, which is a business, me taking that first step, the universe provides all the people in the right things Times. for it to grow. But if you don't water it, it's not going to grow. So do you feel like you were always destined to meet Josh? Definitely. Nothing to me is out of the ordinary. It seems crazy, but to me, everything happens when it's supposed to. Like I said, things don't happen to you. It happens for you. So to me, like I said, it all, me playing the seed. That's why deja vu. It's not, to me, I think fucking life is planned 10 years, 50 years way before you even did it. And why? Because deja vu. Like, everybody experiences deja vu. And, like, another thing is, like, when you say, hey, I haven't seen this person in, like, two years. You start talking about that person to somebody else, and, and then pop they up. pop up. That's not a coincidence. That is you weird. spoke that person up into the universe. Into existence. Into existence. And that's a phenomenon of some people, but it's fucking, it's real. And to me, literally, like I said, the universe gives everybody this power. Whether it's good or bad, we all have that same power. You just, like I said, plan, back by action, equals results. You cannot lose. Like I said, you put gas in your car, you need to get 50 miles, your car is going to get exactly that because you did it. Mm -hmm. Simple. Life is very simple. We make it hard. And nobody seems to understand how easy life is. Bill Gates didn't wake up with a fucking chip in his body to make him special or to get where he got. We all have the same time in the day. It's the choices he made, the people he was around, mm -hmm. and what he chose to do with his time. Do you feel like, since you've known him, like he's the way he thinks and stuff has altered the way you would normally think? Yes. For the better or for the worse? For the better. Like, what, is, what, is, what have you noticed changed since well, you guys been... For one reason, it's about working harder. Because he is really the hardest working person I've ever met. Do you feel like you have less fear in, like, trying things? Yeah, I do. That you're like, fuck it. If this doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, like, at the end of the day, if it doesn't work... <laughs> if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Fuck it. It'll be a learning experience. If it doesn't work, you learn one way it doesn't work. That's how I live. And that's why I laugh when you said that's it. Because that's exactly how I am. Fuck it. You start over again. I came in yeah. the world with nothing. I'm leaving with that. So whatever happens, it happens. What's the worst that can happen? I, I got to start over again. Man, I, I got the fucking formula. I'm not dead. Dang. There you go. Dead. Not dead. As long as you're breathing, there's opportunity. The mistakes you made today, you can better tomorrow. There you go. All the lessons you learn from today, you take in tomorrow, you apply them tomorrow. Exactly. And the only thing that stops somebody is death. Yep. And as long as you're breathing, there's opportunity. So that's why I'm never mad because every problem could be fixed. Nothing's ever a problem. So what's the point of being mad over something? The time you spent being mad, you could have figured out a solution faster and been done with that shit and it wasn't a problem to begin with because there was solution for it so what is actually a problem nothing nothing True. it's just the way people mind reacts to the shit like you go to work how many people are going to stay complaining all fucking day a lot i hate it okay but well, again oh, so bad who forced you to be there it's a fucking choice if you're unhappy with what you're doing change it it's, it's done and over with the problem is gone mm -hmm. but they it's don't like when people tell me oh god it was so hard I put it in the pro. That's today. <laughs> you got tomorrow. Like, tomorrow's <laughs> you don't need to put it in the rain today. It sucked. 
Bro, tomorrow's gonna be Sunday. What like tomorrow you'll remember to bring a rainbow. Proper Yo, preparation prevents. You got, you've got through today. Tomorrow's always a new day. Again. Like, oh, you're you worried about rain now, man. Wait for the winter and the winter, the snow comes. Mm. <laughs> Proper preparation prevents poor performances. There you go. You just need to write a book. <laughs> like a little quote, quote book. Quotes from Miguel. Nah, it's not just quotes. It's just to me, like I said, it's just the philosophy of life, man. Yeah, Life's too like exciting. The things that come out of your mouth could easily go on any, like, 18 to 22-year-old white girl's Instagram. That was it. That's it. That's hilarious. That was really good. I wasn't expecting that. That shit threw me for a loop, but... <laughs> I could dig it. <laughs> well, that's, that's a trip on how my brain works. <laughs> my brain works the same. Uh, and I, I feel like I found my mental spirit animal. <laughs> mental soulmate, <laughs> I found him. Again? <laughs> no, I'm but, just looking at it again. Like I said, it's, it's just all about perspective. It's it literally is. perspective. I try to keep a really positive outlook. Like, things get bad. Like, to, for anyone to sit there and be like, oh, my life is so great. Like, no one's life is absolutely great. Everybody has a problem, but it's just how you deal with it. Like, People go through shit all the time. Like, I have a coworker. She's severely depressed. She comes up to me the other day. She's like, is life worth living? Like, is there a reason for me to be alive? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, what is it? I'm like, look up. I was like, where's she's like, the sun. I'm like, you ain't going to see the sun again if you're dead. Again. Damn right. Choices and people. Like, you're not. It, what happens today isn't going to affect tomorrow. Like, what if something today? bothered you today, you go home, you go to sleep, and that's gone. But again, though, to me, that's where it, it like gets fucked up at because I think a lot differently because to me, it's like it's just you like you put yourself in that position. You made those decisions. You made those choices. So mm-hmm. you trapped yourself into this fucking path or this portal you're in. And that's why things are that way because you made those choices. But guess what? There's a flip side to that. You can get yourself out of it. You can get yourself. I out feel of like it. all the bad, like she was like, oh, you know, my husband lost his job. He's got, or he got hurt at work. He can't do this. He can't do that. I mean, she's like, I just feel like I'm being pushed down. I'm like, don't think of it as you're being pushed down. I was like, when you shoot a rubber band, you pull it back, hmm. and when you let it go, it shoots forward. There's you're just on the, you're just on the back pull of life right now, oh, and right. eventually you're gonna launch forward. To me, that's an opportunity. That's like, all it is. There's something that stopped you and there's something that's coming darkest before dawn and like i said instead of people figuring out a fucking solution they just look at the problems and they drown in it instead of being like okay what can we do this new job okay let's say i'm crippled what the fuck can i do from home that i can still work on and do in this current state i'm still alive i still gotta breathe i still gotta eat i still need money Mm -hmm. life doesn't end Again, people get stuck and they just feel sorry for themselves instead of figuring out an opportunity because there's a million and one things you could do to keep going. Again, it's all a choice. Is this this a mindset that you've had your whole life or is this something that you've developed over time? I've developed it over time. And I feel like... Your experiences like probably helped you develop that. My experiences helped me a lot. I feel like some people just can't grasp the concept of that. But that they don't... This guy knows me very well, and I live in a couple of different worlds. And I got people in the streets, and I got people in corporate. So it's like, I can go to Manhattan and be in a fucking skyscraper talking to the most powerful man in the world. And then I can go 
into a fucking hood and talk to the most successful drug dealer in the world. And walk out with something. Walk out with something from everything. And I had the, the chance to be in both worlds and see things from both perspectives. And everything's the same. You just change, basically change the attire and the setting. Change the attire, the setting, same exact thing. And they all have the same minds. So do you feel like you took positive from both to shape your mindset? Yep. You saw the okay. So they do this. This is where they're going wrong. This is where they're going wrong. And then you took it and went right down the middle. Exactly. And I developed from different things and choices and people and 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 by doing all these things so like i said i've seen things done this way and i've seen things done that way and to me it created a mastermind because i've seen things from different levels that people probably can't experience and it opened my mind a lot i do feel like if you wrote a book you, you... i am going to write a book called the five minute high and nobody understands what the five minute high is but when you think about it, everybody has a five-minute high. It's like when people take drinks. You're good for a little bit, and then that feeling's over, and then you're looking for another five-minute high. Mm-hmm. People cheat on their women. They don't love her. They'll get that five-minute high, and then they're back to reality. But it's just that five minutes. That five minutes could ruin your whole fucking life. That one hit off of that rock oh, definitely could change your whole down. life. We talk but, literal? That would definitely But again... People do it to get that five-minute high mm. in every different world. And it's mind-blowing. Because it's like everybody lives for that five-minute high. It's All it is is just a rush, and then it's gone. Think about how much money people spend on drugs, get high for five minutes, and look how long it took them to work to, to get, get that money, money to, to get that five-minute high. It's like you spent all that time for that five minutes. Imagine what you could have. Imagine what you... But it's crazy because everybody lives off of that high. It's like people buy those pair of shoes for $200. To wear once. To post once to get that five-minute high. Um, you see, it goes on different different realms. Like, it's, just, it's a, it's a five-minute high, and it came from all different experiences in life. It's just like... I, I honestly think, I think your daughters are going to grow up to be... Completely successful because of <laughs> I, I, no, like seriously, I'm not even joking. I, I think they have such a great role model to, to go off of and someone to look up to. There's so which, much experience. Which, as have. like as minorities, we don't normally see that. Like, there's not a lot of positive black father figures. There's and not a lot of positive Hispanic father figures. Again, like it's it's you see like essentially all like the trust fund babies and they're rich white dads and it's like my dad will sue your dad and then you know there's kids like us growing up prison you know your dad's in prison your dad's working all the time he's never around you know hits your mom cheats on your mom whatever it is you don't have that positive role model and here your two girls are growing up seeing you who came from nothing. being on your own welfare, having nothing welfare government cheese and I would never do that I, 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 I won't ever go on there's, there's things that like growing up we would eat because we didn't have enough money to get food that I will not eat now. I will not touch Toast it. Toast and syrup? 
I've never had that. Like white rice now. and a fried egg. Hispanic. Oh, comments. I will not yeah, I eat that. What? He didn't. He left the most important part of the eggs running. Oh, they, they had to be running. You forgot yeah. about to catch them. all the yolk on the yeah. rice. You know but what I you won't forgot? do that. My <laughs> girl. You forgot? My girl loves that. When she makes it, I will not eat it. I do not eat that. You know because what you forgot? to you, it has it has a, it has that a painful it takes me feeling. Back to, not having enough Shit. to go listen, out and listen. eat listen. good stuff. White rice and ketchup. Oh my god, that's disgusting. <laughs> Yo, I see that See, always the weird shit. That's what we had when I was growing up. That's you true, because I had two twins? At least you have fucking rice. I just got yeah, ketchup packets. It's not you and me. You and me are ketchup on my plate. Get the fuck out of Sometimes my mom made a smiley face out of it. But no, it's just things like that. Like, I won't eat. Like, I just, maybe within the past four to five years, I ate, I started eating ramen again. Because you ate oodles and noodles. Because as a kid, you know, for for a dollar sixty-three, you can got. have an Arizona and ramen noodles. And yeah, you know, the cup, you just put that shit in the, the microwave, microwave your parents didn't have to cook it for you. And you just learn to fend for yourself. You know what's sad is that just because we're minorities, we're expected to have things like that. That's true. You know, the other day, I was walking to my car. I live in downtown Bridgeport, which is not... It's a, it's a nice area. It's a decent area. Well, you live expensive. you live by the comedy club. You've never come to see yes. me yet, right? He lives next <laughs> door. <laughs> now that you say that, he lives next door. He can literally walk downstairs. It's right no, across the I, green. I, I'm so excited to see you. I'm, so I'm there right across there. the green. It's hilarious. You better come. I will. Like, um, but it's $5 to, to get in, but I'll make you laugh for free. <laughs> back to my I see what you did there. I walk out of, you know, one of the best buildings in downtown, which is, I don't think it's the best, but it's considered one of the best. I, and my wallet is about to fall out of my pocket. There's a group of kids behind me, and they're like, oh, one of them's like, yo, your wallet's about to fall out. I'm like, turn around. I'm like, oh, thanks. And then the girl that he's with automatically says, why would you say that? We could have took his wallet. We could have took his money. We could have took his credit cards with a dead serious face. Mind you, these are kids that are, I don't even think they're in high school mm-hmm. saying things like that. Again. And then she's like, oh, we could have took his fucking food stamps. And I looked back at her, like, I didn't care about the credit cards, I didn't care about the money. But as soon as she mentioned food stamps, I looked back at her, I'm like, yo, if I was on food stamps, I have to reevaluate my life. But, again, that goes to me and my thoughts. How can you blame them? That's true. That's what they were preconditioned you, you, you to gotta do That's whatever they're, they're, The mindset is probably like, we gotta do whatever we gotta do. To eat. To eat, to survive. Again, back to the drug but dealers is, in the streets. Is, you get the double standard, though, because they could just be dickhead kids. No, you have no idea how the, how serious this girl was. Yeah, but not even not even that though. It's just like it came from something. Yeah, yeah it came from nothing. Something. Just Absolutely. happened. It came from something. A normal kid me, wouldn't say something. It didn't happen for no reason. They I want to be a reason behind why they're saying that. A part of the bigger change, and my goals to life is a lot bigger than just me. Like I want to actually change and. And and paved the way for minorities, and I want to make sure no other Hispanic kid has to eat white rice and a fried egg on top. I don't oh, feel God. like again, and I'm glad you brought that up because a bigger fucking reason to why it changes is because it's a cycle that hasn't been broken, and to me, all of our people is dependent on a certain amount of money per month, and after that, that's it. Mm-hmm. After you done with that food from from whatever the government gave you, you ain't got shit else. And until we take it from them, they won't ever go and get nothing on their own. Money has to be recycled, and our people don't recycle money. Nope. We take, take, take. We don't give, and that's why we never have shit. 
because instead of giving the person next to you money, you rather go give it to somebody else. Instead of putting the money in that pocket and possibly producing a job for you, you rather go give it to somebody else. And if you look at our neighborhoods compared to their neighborhoods, it's a complete difference. That's like instead of going to kids' candy to buy your kids' clothes, you're going to go to Old Navy. You're going to put more money in the pocket that's already full. Who don't give back. Who doesn't give a shit. They don't give back. Because at the end of the day, whether you buy it or not, they're still making money. These are billion-dollar companies. All these natural... Think about this. This is what I think about. Coca-Cola is a big fucking company. Why is it that when these natural disasters happens, you got fucking people charging $40 for a case of water, and then you got fucking companies like Coca-Cola with billions of dollars not donating shit? There shouldn't be a crisis. Because these people that we give all our money to should come and save us. Because we put you in that position. And if I was in that position, they won't want for shit. Because you made me who I am. And I have money to go on to feed the fucking world. Mm-hmm. I could do that. And I'll be more than happy to because I wouldn't be there without you. And to me, these are, the, these are the things our people support. And it has to be changed. I think this is probably one of my favorite podcasts I've ever heard. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, it's honestly a different like, point. It's, it's, something, it's, it's something that's, that's actually overlooked by everyone. It is. People though. don't think about that shit. Right? I do the, all the, the stuff fucking you're time. Because it was like the, the stuff you're saying is like is it's it's solid fact. Like I said, I came from both places. So mm-hmm. again, prisoners. Like I said, my father was a prisoner. I know a lot of people was prisoners. Like if you really think about the system, it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. When you get out, you can't do nothing. Exactly. But our people aren't educated to start businesses. But in reality, me being in both worlds. I personally when think the prison system's fucked. I get to a point where I could put people in a position, I'm going to prisons. They coming out with management positions. Because if these people could take a fucking rock and build a million dollar empire off of it, off of a fucking rock, these are the people with the business minds. That's corporate America to me. It's the fucking drug dealers. They got the risk. These people were doing shit that their life could be taken away at any time and point. And these are people who come out of jail and can't get jobs. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's a product. They're the most qualified. You give a person the product, they're gonna move whatever product that is. Cause they're they have a different understanding of selling shit. They they have the, they're willing to put the work in. They're willing to put the work they're in and that's how they built million dollar empires off of a product. I don't look at it as a drug. I just look at it as a product. And these are the most brilliant people. In the world, and they come out of jail and they can't do shit. So it's like, how do you expect these people to come out and rehabilitate themselves if they're not given an opportunity? But that's my thing. Isn't the prison system supposed to be a rehabilitation? It is. But in reality, if a felony didn't matter, why the fuck is it on the paper? Why is it being held against you? Why is it being held against you? Why aren't they offered an opportunity? Or I think... Again, some more fucked up shit. I think the fucking killers should be put in the military. Stop sending these innocent people who never shot anything in their lives over there killing all these innocent kids and families. Mm-hmm. Instead of these people who really actually get a thrill out of killing people, send them to the fucking war. Instead, they fucking up innocent people who's killing for they don't even know what fucking reason mm-hmm. to be killing for. They come back, they fucked up, they can't even get a job either. Because they have PTSD, but they fought for our country, and they can't even get a fucking a, a bed to Yo, sleep you, in. They're homeless. Can you, 
can you understand, can you believe the fact that veterans aren't treated the way they should be after what? coming out of war? Exactly. Are you fucking that kidding fucks me? Fucks me up. No, they just put their life on the line for you. There's for one three hundred million people to be able to. Is it really that? Did they really put a lot? Did they really put our lives in life for us? Who knows? Or was it some other shit that we won't even know about? It's probably some other but shit. But my we biggest know thing, about. one thing that bothers me is, you can be eighteen years old to join the military, <laughs> get shipped over, Yo! and kill somebody. He's going. But deep. you mean to fucking tell me that if I own a bar and this eighteen-year-old kid comes in in his fatigue and I can't give him a fucking beer, <laughs> but he can go a gun? and and. Kill whatever agenda it is you want to do. Kill whoever you want him to kill, but he my can't come here and have a beer. My God, my yes. How does that make sense? My point. Like, and I can go kill someone, but don't you drink that fucking beer, kid. Don't you drink Don't you beer. dare drink but, that Budweiser. But, but, but you can give me a gun. And again, like I said, this is the shit I think about, and I want to change it all. Like, really change the agendas and the thoughts of people and, like, really build up our community. Like, I, I want to make our money. community specifically sees everyone as an enemy. They do. There's no unity. Our community is gimme, 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 get the fuck back. This is mine, stay away. But to me, it's like the mother telling you to get out and you get your own shit. And I feel like once we take away state from our people, they'll have no choice but to work. There will be no poverty. Kids growing up in these homes will see people working. They will see that and follow those footsteps. But I feel like... The system is condoning young mothers to have kids and they know they're going to get state and welfare to have children and they go up and don't work and stay on welfare all their fucking lives. It, it, it they, kills, there is it no process. There is no process. Like, think about, I know people have been on state for as long as I've known them. And, like, at least for a four-period term to get on your feet and get established and go out and do your shit. But instead, you can stay on it. You stay on it and you abuse And they complain how about how shitty it is. Life is. But in reality, it's like, yo, if you actually work, kills their drive and it kills our community and our people because it passes on from generation to generation. And then that's how poverty exists. Don't you know that there would be no poverty if there wasn't housing? There would be no fucking housing if people worked. People will have money to spend because they actually fucking worked. Houses wouldn't be what they are today because people work for their money. But if you keep on giving somebody something, they'll never stop taking it. And that's the other thing. You, you got the people who are giving them the money complaining about giving it, about to, giving it to them. So why are you giving it to them? Because, because it makes them feel good. But also, it, like it keeps us down. It keeps us down because if you think about it, we're the fucking power. Who did all the work? Slaves. Let's get into that. Slaves did it. Mm-hmm. So these are the people who actually knew what the fuck to do. And these other people didn't have to do shit. So we're the ones really educating the world. Nobody just actually stood up and made a fucking voice. And anytime there was an attempt at the voice, it got shoved right down. Again. Great sound effect, though. Again. <laughs> if there was a way out. Look who created the Underground Railroad. That person made a choice that they wasn't going to deal with that and they was going to make a change. And they did it. Risked everything. Risked everything. Again, there's people who... And not only not only risked everything for themselves. They, they risked everything for themselves, not only to save themselves. They risked everything for themselves to save everybody. Everybody. Again, it's the same shit. Like, and I want to be Which that is something person. that I feel like if it happened now, it wouldn't work. Because I feel like nobody wants to look out for anyone else. I think... I feel like it'd be... I feel like back then, there was more... 
I if it's all for one. To me, there's no real voice. Who actually goes out, become big, and actually come back and build multiple things in their community without giving up? LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. Starting. But how long has it been since that's been? Yeah, I think they're too scared to. My point. So yeah. there's no voice. It's starting now. But again, we could say LeBron James just started it, but nobody actually done it before consistently. Like, don't stop there. Like, actually go. I think, I think what he's doing is going to kick that door open. Again, though, for going and actually doing stuff and actually providing jobs to people. Like I guess that providing criminals, actually rehabilitating them. Even the way the police system is running, like we're scared of these people. Instead, you work for me. You're supposed to protect and serve, not fucking give me tickets because I'm driving. Again, another fucking setup. Why give me a car that goes 120 and set a fucking limit at 65? Make the cars go 65. Nothing ever happens. Why? It's a billion dollar industry. I work in that industry. A, a billion dollar industry. But instead, how, how fast did you drive today? I uh, don't uh, lie. I saw you drive by chefs. All I hear is, Wee! Again, yeah, though. But you know what? I wasn't driving that fast. But again, though. Why? You're definitely going above the speed limit. Not at all. Why give me something to do that if you set a limit to it? Mm-hmm. You set me up. I think. Well, hold on. Isn't that kind of giving you the freedom to choose and the responsibility that comes along with that freedom? No. I mean, that's you're, you different. are you are, no. you are an adult. You have the ability to make that decision. That's like this, if I put in front of you right now, if I put a piece of cake in front of you, your favorite piece of cake, yep. and I give you a fork in your hand, and I say, don't eat that cake. I won't. I go to the gym every day. I work hard for. I work hard to. But make, you're gonna look at that cake. I'll look at the cake. Or if I put there, a protein many, shake in so front many, of you, okay, and I'm shake. like, bro, the protein a, shake is a it's different your story. Protein shake. I'm gonna put a straw in it. Don't drink that. I'm gonna drink that because it's gonna help me. That's something gonna, I'm, I'm already putting get, myself in a situation to... But then you're going to get punched to, in the face because you drank the protein shit. Punch me in the face. I'm drinking that shit. The car that's, 120 that's miles an hour. Speed limit 65. Gonna, you're going to go But 100... A car situation is a little different. It's not. How, not. though? Because it's because setting it, you this, up. Because they know they're going to say this... Is so a the speed limit is 60 dollars. No, hold on. Wait. The protein shake concept is going to help me because I go to the gym every day. Okay, and but how I bust my ass to buy a car to go 185 fucking miles. I want to drive it. But there's a certain spot to go 185 miles an hour. But you not everyone do that can shit. get to those spots. Okay, well then. But again, if that's the case. No, then, that's the laws here. Because the autobahn in Germany. That's a different story. It's not a different story. Those, again, those it's the laws. Those places are farther apart. But my point is that. That's, wait, hold on. We're it's set like out. that. It's, it's like that in Montana. But, but Montana, you can go 120. But to my point, though. And where I was leading to is that it's a setup. It's a setup in a billion dollar industry. If you go and look at the state troopers in Germany, mm-hmm. they're bright as hell. You can spot them because okay. they're there to help you. They're not there to take your money from you. Okay. You see them. That's here. like giving they're a two-year-old something trees. to tell them not to do it. Like, uh, I'm two. Uh, the state troopers uh, here are hidden in trees. Hitting hidden in trees. If you look up because right now trying to at the you. cars over there, they're in plain fucking sight. They're sitting on a roll, but they're there to help. Cause they, cause there is no speed limit. Why would they do that? that Again, sense. I think, okay. I think, I think we're the most fucked up country. Cause if you think about it, drugs been legal in Amsterdam for how fucking long? People, sex has been legal for how fucking long? If people want to sell themselves, it's a job. Let them do it. Again, that saves so much shit. If people have fetishes, they want to do this weird shit. They can do it over there. That's Josh. why the rape and criminal shit over there is less than what it is here because it's allowed. 
So to me, it's like, why are these things allowed here? And because, think about that. Like, that's a logical point. Very logical. Like, why is why do they have no speed limit? Why is drugs legal there? Why is sex selling over there? And it's, it's, I feel like over there, like sex isn't a big deal. It like, is. Sex is something that happens. Whereas here, it's like, oh God, don't that don't look at the naked lady. Like, don't there's nipples. Don't look at the nipples. Again, we're made to fail because. Again, drugs has become illegal now, but you got people sitting in prison for fucking four ounces of weed. But now, because this man said it's okay, why aren't these people let out of prison? Then you got guys who cheat the government and cheat everybody else out of millions that get off in a week. What? Like, big corporate guys. Like, people who are trying to... Again, crazy. Again, let's... Again, this is the crazy fucking topic. Nobody probably wants to hear. Trump been doing that shit for decades. Billion dollar tax cuts to build a fucking billion. What's the... A building. What's the difference? There's none. What's the difference? Because he's in a suit and tie? But there really is no difference. Trump got billion dollar tax cut for Hilton. In New York City, he got on Trump Plaza, all of these buildings, nobody knows Trump cut billions of dollars of taxes. Hence the tax that's never got released. It is. It's public information. And it still has never got released. I feel like that bottle was full. <laughs> yeah, it was. Here, that bottle it was, was like full. So it's just like, like right here. don't I? Nah. Oh, I drink this all the time. I think it's we're tough. set to fail, and it's not right. And I, 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 I feel like it's just something that could be changed. And to me, my purpose is I want to incite that change, incite that change, and also be a part of the change and actually educate my people and give them opportunities. Instead of them being shut down. And I also want to give people money to live and not survive. There's a difference of working and living and just surviving. Like, you shouldn't be working 40 hours a week barely getting by. You know what's funny? It's like it goes back to that whole topic with um, the lottery. If you were to split, what is it, like the Powerball is like 150 Lottery is a scam to keep poor people If you split that, everybody in the country will be rich with $1 million. Yeah. And the but lottery is of course the biggest scam of everything. But again, but if people are educated on work and they're spending money within the community, you know Jewish people, money exchange hands 15 times before it leaves their community? I believe it. So before the money gets to us, it touched a Jewish person's hands 15 times before it hit any other community. Why is that? They value money. They value money and they keep it in their own community. Yeah, because so, instead of going to, let's Walmart. say, instead of going to Stop and Shop to buy eggs, they know that their neighbor has a farm. And they, they know put they the, the money the in their neighbor's their neighbor. pocket. Then that neighbor could be like, oh, well, I need hay. I know he has hay across the street, so I'm going to give him the money. I'm going to get the hay. All in their and own so circle. And so on and so forth. Yeah, but then doesn't that incite the fact that you're going to have all these different little like groups of people just exchanging money between themselves? But then it also I mean, goes what happens if what happens if one group wants to keep all the money that they have and never really like push it out? Because it has to go out. Because like, I mean, that, that if it gonna, takes fifteen, you're, you're going to run changes. out of resources. Because eventually they're going to go, they're going to get to the guy who has the hay, who needs a tractor, who has gas. There's no gas there. There you go. Nobody's yeah. going to have a gas. Station. Certain He's education have to, go to the mobile to get gas. So now that money went to the mobile. It the mobile's going to have to pay to get their shipment of things coming in. The but shipment coming in could be from a small farm. Again, a they just make sure that. Something was built off that beforehand. Okay. So it goes out, but before it went out, 
they establish this, 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 and this. And still everybody touches it, but they just made sure it did something for them before it did something for somebody else. Like how much money, again, how much money do we give out and we don't get anything back from it? It's, not really it's like good. no help, no really investment. It's not, but reality, we work hard and we spend our money. Mm. It's the everybody eats mentality. Everybody eats and then go out. And then go out. And that's what I want to do. I want I want my people to stop living on welfare. Because to me, we're the most powerful people in the world. We're just, we just, we just don't have the opportunity. Mm. We don't have that opportunity. And once you put people in a position to win, they'll win. It's, it, it's like a no-brainer. Like me, I, I wouldn't ever be given a chance to do a lot of shit. Doesn't mean I'm stupid or I don't know how to do it. I just wasn't given that chance. You know what I mean? But if I'm given that chance, I'm gone. Dang, I'm running. off to the races. And then you're not going to shut me down. Because, again, a prime fucking example. Look at Jay-Z. Jay-Z, a prime example of giving an opportunity and turning it into what he's turning it into now. Again, he's a person who dealt drugs, who came from shit, and he had the expertise. Look at Dre. And the mind. Look See, at Dre. Dre. Again. The first billionaire. Again. The first hip-hop billionaire. Given the opportunity. But again, these people don't come back and be like, hey, distribute the money to like actually give people insight on what actually happened and how can it make an impact on these communities to actually change people again like i said i can't wait till kids candy explodes and you start doing <laughs> ted talks everywhere Yo, for real teach a man to fish you know <laughs> he that can eat all day he can eat for a lifetime mm-hmm. you give a man fish he, he eats, eats for a day mm-hmm. so that is again that simple thing of planting a seed in a person and it'll grow that person it'll grow and this is all leading back to your kids have such a great role model. <laughs> they really do. They honestly, they do. But They're, again, we all know that the people right next to you don't listen. They hear it from somebody else and understand it. The person next to you could be telling you some shit for five years, you won't hear it. But a person that you don't know come tell you the same shit they've been telling you for five years. That's when you understand it, because it's just like in and out. You don't I hope hear somebody it. listens to this and they're just tired of talking repeat. to you. They think about it. They're, they're tired of talking to you. You keep hearing this shit. Over. You don't want to hear it anymore. It's like your parents telling you some shit that you probably looked at now and been like, "Yo, my parents made, were right." Made perfect sense. But one ear and out the other because of who they are. It's like all you're doing, you're nagging me. You're, you're nagging, nagging me. me. You're nagging me. But instead, they're trying to prepare you for the shit that they experience and they don't want you to experience. But again, to you, because of who it's coming from, it's a fucking nag. But then you go to your friend's house and their His parents is telling that. them, you're like, yo, why are you giving them such a hard time? Like, it's cool. Just fucking wash the dishes. You go home. Your mom's like, wash the dishes. Mom, come on, please. Come on, but you were just at your friend's house telling them, like, dude, your mom's cool. Just wash the fucking dishes. Why are you being a dick? Not knowing that when he, if he's at your house, he's telling you the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> It's shit that we don't think about, but it's like, yo, pay attention to every and anybody. Be aware and listen. Be a sponge. Be a sponge to every fucking thing. Even your kids could teach you something. Oh, if they listen and see shit that we don't see, and again, it spreads like a virus back I to artists. He is way smarter than me at seven than I was at seven. Yeah. He, he, just, he can me. just... 
Fuck you. <laughs> He's taller than you. So That's fine. That's fine. He's smarter than you. He's gonna dunk on you in two months. That is a okay. But he man. just, I, I don't know. I feel like, I just feel like kids now are more spongy than we were. They were. Because I feel like we felt like we had. Cause I, don't, I feel like our parents didn't necessarily want to share their knowledge. They're like, I'm the parent. Do what I say. This is what I'm saying. Whereas the kids are like, well, I want you to show me how to do this. I want you to teach me. Also, they have fucking tablets. Everybody has a tablet or a smartphone in their fucking hand, so they have the how is it internet that a in their hand. Can work a phone? Yo, that does that blows my Egypt. fucking mind. That scares me. My they kid, can open up. My YouTube kid had a tablet. And go and click videos and know what they're looking. My for. kid had tech support. Ask a thirty-year-old. So, my daughter, speak text. I she honestly, didn't know how to text, but she knew how to speak and send the messages through speak text. So it's like she would text you back, but she knew to press the button to speak, and it was that's automatically. Insane. Now, did you show her that she figured out on her own? She figured out on her own. I just, like I said, again, us as parents want our kids to have the best, so we give them access to this shit. And that's why kids nowadays are brighter than we were, because we weren't in the house on the computer, we were outside playing in a fucking field or running around or having sleepovers Doing and shit. dumb shit. These kids nowadays on FaceTime, walking around fucking FaceTiming their friends, that's all they do all day. It's like they're in a different world. Like if you really think about what we used to do, we didn't have live. We had to go and get four controllers, <clears throat> plug the shit in and play together. These kids hop on the headset, adapter for your text, hey, jump online. Now they have headsets. So it's like the kids are much more open. No, it's to a world, it's virtual. Yeah, they have, and they also have just more access to they knowledge do. than again. We have. They have a lot more access because if you wanted to to find something, like if you were, let's say, you know, twelve year old Miguel, you're like, how the fuck do I make t-shirts? You had to go do free labor. Whereas now, as your daughter goes, I want to know how to make whatever. She can go on Google. How do I do this? And then again, we had to get a fucking phone book to find a number to call a place. <laughs> Hey, Siri. Phone books were a big thing. Hey, Siri, get me t-shirt companies around <laughs> me. Bam, you got Mind 30 blowing. t-shirt companies. 30 t-shirt companies. And then tutorials on how to do it after you get the shit. So it's like, again, there's opportunities. There's just laziness. Not YouTube. You can learn anything on YouTube. I have a friend of mine who has to do like plumbing work in his house. I'm like, you hiring a plumber? He goes, no, I'm just going to go on YouTube and figure it out. I'm work. a YouTube mechanic. Huh? Exactly. I'm a YouTube mechanic. Car models. I'd probably fuck up a YouTube mechanic. Dude, I a uh, branch went through my radiator one time, and I told myself, man, if I don't fix this problem now and figure out a way to do it, I'm not going to be able to work for the rest of the week. I fixed that thing in two hours. It took me two hours, but I fixed it. Took you two in hours. In the dark. And now it would take you probably like what? 30 40, minutes. 30 to 45 minutes. 30 minutes. Maybe an hour if it's dark and raining. Yeah, probably. It's amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing the access that they have. Because imagine where you'd be now if you had the same access your kids have. Ten times. It's Ten insane. times of where I am right now because I have all this access. But because all those life lessons that you had to experience and go through, you can just read about. A button you away. You can look them, click away. And do it and watch somebody do it while that. You know, that's such a lucrative business now. Like, all these kids watching kids, all these kids are millionaires. I tell my kid all the time, like, again, that goes back to your parents telling you stuff you don't want to listen. I'm like, listen, we could buy a camera. We always take trips and go to SeaWorld and walk through the water tunnels. Like, these people aren't even doing shit. They're just running through the house. 
doing stuff. Like we're always doing like we crazy stuff. Earlier. They sit there and watching Other the kids play. play with the toys that you already bought them. Instead of us making a recording, because I'm always thinking about business. I'm like, oh, we should get a camera and do videos. Like we always doing fun stuff. People will want to watch you. Like you go to the studio, you make clothes, you go to gymnastics, you do all this weird shit yeah. that people want to see, and then just like to them, they're just like, oh, I don't know. It's just that's not fun. That's not fun. They rather watch other people. Yes. They watch other people like, oh wow, that looks so fun. But yeah, I, I just told you, let's do that. And you know, let's do it. <laughs> lazy. It's what it is. Lazy. America's lazy now, and to me, that's a huge opportunity. Because to to me, I'm gonna build businesses off of convenience. How could I make somebody else life easy? I'm not lazy. You want to fucking sit there and be lazy? I'm gonna figure out how to make money off you. Oh yeah. Easy, 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 seamless. One, two, three. How could I make your life easier? Again, giving, taking. It's all exchange. I think you have a beautiful mind. <laughs> Thanks. I think I think you and Josh are a perfect match. I think you guys mesh very well together. Especially for finding each other on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you're real happy you swiped right on that catfish. <laughs> oh my god. Is there anything else you guys want to say, Josh? No. You want to tell us what the D stands for? Yeah, I was just about oh to ask. God, that. No. I need to come up with a new catchphrase. We do. Dicks. <laughs> Joshua Dicks Spice. <laughs> oh, shit. Slash Tinder Pro. Master Tinder. Tinder. Pro was Tinder Pro. You were broke Pro Tinder. Tinder. Oh, I thought that was the actual thing on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder Pro was $4.99 a month. I feel bad. Auto swipes. Auto swipes. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. That's it. Too lazy to swipe? We got auto swipes. We auto swipes. <laughs> we'll run your Tinder profiles for you, just oh, like they do Instagram. Shit. Well, if I do have something to say, it's um to just have faith in what you do. Like even if you don't see it to anybody, because a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm doing this," but I've been doing it for like a year. I've been doing it for two years. I've been doing it for three years. I've been doing this shit for like 15 years, and now I'm actually starting to see something. You know. It didn't Oprah Oprah didn't get her job until she was like in her almost in her forties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Oprah actually failed. That was a miserable. Fail. She Oprah went, went on a track hell. running. She didn't fail. She went. And look at hell. Oprah now. She has a, a fucking she magazine, her own TV network. Yeah. She's a billionaire. Yeah, she? she's a billionaire. First first woman billionaire in the first world. First woman billionaire. There you go. So that's why I like just have faith that things will happen as long as you keep working hard, as long as you grind. I just want to tell people to appreciate everything and everyone around you. And just look at what's in front of you and really understand what it is and what you're seeing. I think the one thing I took from this is don't be scared. Mm. Don't be Pass. scared. Fear is the biggest crippler. Don't waste time. Fear is time is the only thing we get for free. We can never get a refund. That we don't appreciate. Appreciate. Time is free. So People take care of them. $200 shoes, but they don't watch their time. Man, that's and that's a mind fuck to me. What's really crazy is time is free, but time is money. Time is free and time is money. Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> it was awesome. Thank you. Um, we'll have to set up a date so I can go down and check I, out the show. So I, Definitely. So I. So I. So we got to plan Lucas's birthday party. Yes. Yeah. Thank in, you. It's in October. When are you guys going to start doing video logs? Well, we'll see, I got a face for podcasting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, I do want to eventually get into the videos. Uh, I had a camera up there. It probably fell somewhere. It's like an old uh, GoPro. Is it buried on, under the massive amount of pops you have in here? I actually am getting rid of all those. Can I have the GoPro one? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use your bathroom? Yeah. Actually, no. Give him the other one. I'm, I'm kidding. No, no I'm telling you. It's one. a gift. Oh, really? Which one? That one oh, in the back. Oh, you don't have to. No, in the back. Oh, that Goku in the back. Oh, this one. Yeah, in there. You're so.